0: First, let me tell you about our sponsor. It's Rough Greens. Uh, have you fed your dog today yet? If you have, did he gobble the food down uh, or did he pick at it? I had a hard time getting Uno to eat at all, and that's the only reason. Uh, this is honest. I thought he was a healthy dog. It's the only reason why I started feeding Rough Greens to Uno's because we had to hand feed him all the time. He wouldn't eat unless we, like, here, here, buddy, come on, come on, and I like, got jammed into his face. He hated it. Started with rough greens. Not only does he eat all of his food, he licks the bowl. And then the other thing that I really thought he was a healthy dog, the difference in his health, the difference in his activity level was outrageous. It really was. Try it out with your dog. You'll see what I mean. It's Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. It's uh, not a dog food. It's a supplement. has all of the vitamins and minerals and everything your dog needs. 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. It's RoughGreens.com slash Beck. and welcome to the Glenn Beck program. It is Friday. Usually on Friday we try to screw off a bit but something is happening and not a surprise it's happening on a Friday because that's when the government does things that they hope you don't pay attention to. Today something is happening, in fact it's happening right now. One of the Blaze TV reporters has been arrested by the FBI. We don't know what the charges are. This is something that we expected because they gave him notice. In fact, they gave him notice over two years ago. He was acting as a reporter. There is no footage of him engaging on anything on January 6th. We have cameras down at the courthouse waiting for him to be arraigned. He was handcuffed. We'll show you all of this here in just a minute. This is extraordinarily important, and this is, I believe, a political prisoner. And if every one of you damn journalists don't stand up, I didn't stand up because I wasn't Steve Baker. I didn't work for the Blaze. There will be no one left to stand for you. Critical day in American history. We begin in 60 seconds. First, Michael wrote in about his experience with Relief Factor. He says, "I'm a professional museum, uh, museum uh, musician, and I depend on my hands for a living. That said, I have severe arthritis. I've had it for 25 years. I'm telling you, I tried everything; nothing worked until I found Relief Factor. It has taken my pain away. Michael, I've been where you are, and I got my life back as well with Relief Factor. It's wonderful to feel whole again and able to do the things that you, you're supposed to be able to do." It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. It's 100% drug-free, developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain. And over a million people have tried Relief Factor's Quick Start, and about 70% of them go on to order more. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week Quick Starts, $19.95. It comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or your money-back guarantee, so give it a try. Visit relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF. the number 800, the number four relief. When, it, uh, when it's taken by you and you feel the difference, you know it works. Relieffactor.com. We welcome to the program now Jill Savage. She is a uh, Blaze TV contributor uh, and following this story. This is going to be um, breaking news all day. Uh, we don't believe anyone else will cover it. That's why it is so crucial that um, we cover it and you spread the news or, um, or honestly, America just goes down another road that is unthinkable. The FBI arrested um, a Blaze TV reporter. Jill, what do you know so far?
1: Well, we know that he is going to be appearing in court at 10 a.m. He has already self-surrendered at 7 a.m. this morning. They handcuffed him. And this is it's it's interesting because we think that there are going to be four misdemeanor charges. Right. That's what they've told us so far. We don't know that for a fact. Right. He has not been told the charges up until this point, they said, because they were scared that he would tweet out the charges. Well, at some point, this is all going to become public record.
0: So they're also afraid, he's afraid, that it is three or four misdemeanors. How many misdemeanors? Four. Four. four misdemeanors, but they feel that, uh, he feels that they are going to use those four misdemeanors um, to, as uh, enticement. You just say you did wrong, otherwise we bump it up to a felony. But for the life of me, I cannot understand what, what even the misdemeanors are you know they they were parading what were some of the other ones that they charged people with he's not parading he went as a journalist and we have and we'll show you in a few minutes we just got in the middle of the night from uh Barry Loudermilk's office and the speaker of the house he those two have been just amazing um they got all of the tape of uh of Steve reporting in the Capitol on January 6th. And so we have all of the scene I I think there might be a couple more minutes. I don't know. Uh, We don't know how complete it is, but it's fairly complete of him in the Capitol that day, just reporting. And our understanding is from the Capitol that there is no parading. There's nothing but journalism, taking photographs, taking video uh, and reporting.
1: Yeah, Steve Baker is a Blaze media reporter now, but on the day of January 6th, when he went into the Capitol building, he was an independent reporter. He said he went in just trying to document the day. He didn't know what January 6th was going to turn into. He just followed the story where it went. He was outside with the crowd and said, okay, a lot of people are going in the building. Let me go see what's going on in there. And from that, they are now turning his life into hell. And you can see that they are not just going out, and he said they could easily just have said in order to appear in front yes. of the court today, but that's not what they did. They put an actual arrest warrant out for him. Uh, and. And Steve this week had asked his lawyer, why are they doing this to me? And I said, his lawyer looked at him and he said, you know why they're doing this to you. You've poked them for three years. That's the other point. They've been doing this to him for almost three years now. In December of, of 2023, they said an arrest warrant would be imminent. They've been making him wait and wait for these charges to come down. He's just living his life thinking, okay, what time is this going to happen to me?
0: When you know people have been uh, railroaded and if they didn't cooperate, they got 20 years, 20 years. This is like a cancer um, uh, diagnosis. Can you imagine the doctor saying, you might have cancer, you might be fine, here, here. I'm going to give you the results of your test. They're imminent any day now. And then you wait two and a half years. That's that They are making the process the punishment because they don't have anything. And so they're, making, they're setting an example by scaring everyone. And I swear to you, America, if you don't wake up on this one, if these reporters, if these journalists don't report this, May God have mercy on your soul for what you've done to the republic. This is a journalist that is being arrested, and you say nothing? May God have mercy on your soul. So they arrested him. Now, they told him to show up in shorts and sandals, right? Right. Which you just can't picture. I I
2: told him, I can't picture you in flip-flops. He does not look like a man who has ever worn flip-flops in his entire life. No.
1: And and theoretically, right, it's to make it easier just to put the orange jumpsuit on and and put the chains on and and go through, right? They want to make this as humiliating as possible. This is not just, here, let's do... X, Y, and Z. Let's go through, buy the book, let's do this. No, we want to humiliate you, and that's why we're telling you, not what charges you're facing, but we're telling you to show up in shorts and flip-flops. So mm-hmm.
0: this is what happened about an hour ago. Do we have the video of Steve? There's Steve. We're going to show you. There's not a... wearing
2: shorts and flip-flops, no, notably. he, he yeah. went
0: in a suit, um, and he's on his way to the FBI. There's a first picture of him. Do we have the video of him being Handcuffed. That's all we have right now. Um, but he was, I am told, I have not seen the video. I am told that he was, uh, he was leaned up against the car, and then his face was pushed down onto the, on. onto the hood, and he was handcuffed. They're going to put leg irons on him and an orange jumpsuit. Now, for four misdemeanors, why do you need leg irons?
1: It's all the humiliation game, right? And that's and that's exactly what it, okay. everything is going back to. None of this needed to happen the way that it is. I hope that that is what people take away from today. None of this needed to happen this way. It could have been in order to appear in front of the court. It didn't have to be an arrest. It didn't have to be in an orange jumpsuit. It didn't have to be with the chains. Right, but they're doing this for show. You
2: know, he told me yesterday, Glenn, <sighs> that the fifth person to breach. The Capitol building, the fifth, was a New York Times journalist who went through a window, window. a broken window. The fifth one. Now, look, I am not at all advocating that the New York Times journalist who went in there should be arrested. No, should not. Uh, uh, Quite clearly, this was a story worth Covering. Uh, covering and it's Im- it's vitally important we have video that steve took which by the way was then used by documentaries by hbo by by the house um yeah uh the uh whatever that council uh the committee the was the committee that w- of clowns the committee of clowns that went after everybody uh th- they used his footage and now they're going to arrest him for taking it it is Incomprehensible what they're doing.
0: He said that there's a possibility that they get him on some sort of crossing state lines because he crossed state lines and then sold the video. It's like, what, what, <laughs> what kind of law is that? I've never even heard of that. They use the Commerce Clause for anything, as yeah, you know. I know. As you know I know. Okay, so you're on your way down to the courthouse. Yes, right? I will be
1: there. I will be there today and reporting back with whatever, whatever comes out of the courthouse today.
0: Okay, thank you so much. Thanks, Glenn. Appreciate it. I have done this job since 1978. I have never seen anything like this. I have seen journalists go to jail because they wouldn't reveal a source. That is their choice. And it is always wrong when they won't reveal a source. It's always wrong for the government, I think, to put them in jail. Having um, again today with uh,
2: Catherine Herridge, right? Yeah, uh, they're trying to put her. In, they're holding her. They're holding her in contempt because she won't give up her sources. And it's always
0: wrong. She is, she is a long-time credible journalist. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. Yeah, she's got to get down to the court. Yeah. thanks, um, Jim. She is a long-time credible journalist at the Pentagon, and the CBS just threw her out like she was a dog. And now she's being held because she won't reveal sources. What the hell is this? What country is this? I believe they left Steve alone for two years. He was not a Blaze TV correspondent. They left him alone. They first contacted him, and they had nothing, literally nothing. He is a journalist, an independent journalist when he was at the Capitol. He did not engage in anything. The guy's a libertarian. He wasn't for Trump. He he wasn't for anybody. He was an independent journalist. There are, I think, 60 journalists that were on Capitol Hill that day. Now the federal government, as soon as he joined us and started putting his stuff out and it got eyeballs, all of a sudden, they're after him. And I don't think this is, um, I mean, I, I know they need him to stop because he's the guy who has revealed everything. We're getting down to the Kamala Harris stuff. He told me yesterday some things that he's working on. And he said, Glenn, there are other people who know it. Uh, Other people have my work in case I uh, become suicidal in jail. He said, uh, and he told me a story I'm not going to tell you. Um, He told me a story. If he can prove this, I mean, it's game changing. This is the clip of him. Is this the clip of him in the Capitol? being handcuffed here he is uh the clip of him being handcuffed today if you're watching blaze tv
2: gotta be kidding me
0: look at that perp walk this is the nicest quietest gentlest man i know it's incredible All right, let me go to... Uh, do they
2: uh, normally load people like that into like an Acura? Is that, is that a normal... Is that now, normally how they do this? Is,
0: uh, let me go to uh, Ricky, our executive producer, in one minute. standby. She's also all over this today. This is, this is a big day at The Blaze. This is all we're thinking about. We're praying for him. We ask you to pray for him and that justice be served. This is a political prisoner uh our sponsor this half hour is rough greens jackie wrote in about her dog's experience with rough Greens. she said we ordered the sample bag of rough greens that you were talking about glenn and our chihuahua loves it she used to take forever eating her food of course the kibble must be like the size of a softball to a chihuahua anyway she now she gobbles it down and she begs for food every night her energy is up she runs up and down the stairs easier than ever jackie thank you so much for listening thank you for giving your dog rough greens uh, it's not a dog food, as you may know, and Jackie definitely knows. It's a supplement developed by De- naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And you sprinkle the food uh, with rough greens, and it has everything your dog needs. They're going to love it. They have a special deal for you just to try it. You get your first trial bag for free just to make sure your dog likes it and will eat it and will help him eat his or her food. It's rough greens. dot com slash Beck. If you go there, they'll give you your first trial bag free. You just pay for shipping. 833 GLENN 33. 833 GLEN 33. It's roughgreens.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. <laughs> Ricky is uh, on the phone with us. She's uh, my executive uh, producer, a, a learned and skilled journalist uh, herself, Ricky. Welcome to the program. Morning, Glenn. So give me your perspective on this. Well,
3: uh, you know I'm one of your most cynical producers.
0: <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Not just producers, people. I, people, people that we Yeah, know. you might be yeah. the most cynical person I know. You're a journalist, we expect uh,
3: it. Yeah, so I was a journalist first before journalism schools got really bad but uh, i i don't trust anyone i don't take him at their word i uh i verify then i trust um and when i first heard the story of our blaze media correspondent uh steve baker and the the charges that were impending for him i was suspicious at first i'll be honest i was like okay well surely he, he did, did something, something
0: that's right? what they're counting on
3: and, Right. And, you know, I understand that there's grandmas that walked through like everyone else. But Steve told us that he was in his capacity as an independent journalist at the time. I could take him at his word, but I wanted some evidence. And um, we've been asking for that evidence. We wanted to see what exactly was Steve doing in the Capitol on January 6th? Was he being rowdy? Was he did he have a sign? Did he go put his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk? So for months, we've been asking um, the House to release the footage like they said they were going to. And it's been coming in drips and drops. And, and thankfully, because it's been coming, Steve has been able to do continue reporting on January 6th, busting the narrative wide open on what the Democrats said happened on January 6th, just straight up lies, embarrassing everyone. And, you know, while he's got this threat of the charges hanging over his head, this pending, impending arrest. He's still reporting. He's still poking the bear. And I'm, you know, I'm like, okay, well, thank you for that news, Steve. When are we going to see the footage of you inside of the Capitol? Well, uh, just the other day, he told me it was coming. I looked him in the eye and I said, Steve, this is when he knew that he was was told to turn himself into the FBI this morning at 7 a.m. Central. I said, Steve, look me in the eye. I need to know our whole network is standing behind you did you do anything violent? Did you commit any crimes on January 6th? And I, he looked me in the eye, he told me, no, they will find nothing. The footage that they do have of me is boring. So overnight, 3 a.m., I think, we finally got at least five minutes of footage of Steve in the Capitol with other January 6th attendees or Trump supporters, however you want to call them, milling around them, and there's Steve you will see this footage later. We, we got this released just overnight. Um, and I felt for the first time, complete, um, relief, you know, that he, that he was telling the truth and just utter contempt for the government weaponizing the the first amendment. What Steve did was the first, that was his crime. He was a journalist. He reported on what he saw. And thank God he did, because if we didn't have his reporting, if we didn't have the footage of what actually happened on that day, we would have to believe the De- Democrats narrative on that story. So um, if you want to support Steve, I'm, you know, part of my job is to help do a pitch, but you can go to the blaze truth right now and you can see this truth for yourself. And as you know, we, we got rid of all of our advertising because we knew advertisers were going to be uncomfortable with a lot of things that Steve was reporting. And we said, okay, it's going to be up to the subscribers then to support this continued investigative work. We can't rely on advertisers who partner with big tech. So we're relying on you. You can go to the slash truth right now and see that for yourself.
0: Ricky, thank you so much. I know, um, well, I want to talk to you later on in the show, maybe after the show, about what this is feeling like to the staff. There are a lot of people that work here. And Mm -hmm. I think for a lot of people, when I have said persecution is coming, they are going to attack the blaze. um, You know, and I've always joked, now would be the time to leave. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'd like to hear from you when we, you know, later on in the program, what people are feeling now, because it's real. It's, it's not theory anymore. This is real at the blaze. Thank you so much, Ricky. God bless you. It's Ricky Feldman, uh, my executive producer. More in just a minute. Stand up.
4: Glenn Beck.
0: The most charitable read of the, uh, the way the government handles our economy is that they're just asleep at the wheel. That's not true. The economic upheaval we're experiencing is being done on purpose. According to a recent Business Insider article, Jamie Dimon, Jeff Bezos, and Mark Zuckerberg have all been selling stock in their own companies to the tune of about $9 billion. Now, what do they know that you don't? My grandfather used to always say in the Great Depression if we just knew what the millionaires knew, now it's the billionaires and they're selling. A storm is coming, and Lear Capital is here to help you build a shelter that will withstand the storm. That's gold or silver. I bought my very first gold with Lear Capital. That was two decades ago. Since that time, my investment has actually quadrupled. Do your own homework. Check them out today. In fact, just ask them for their free wealth protection guides. Lear will also credit your account $250 just to welcome you to the family because you're a Glenn Beck listener. Just call them now at 800-957-GOLD. 800-957-GOLD.
2: Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Support Steve Baker and all of his reporting. If you use the promo code Glenn, you'll save 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. We're glad that you're here. Thank you so much. Uh, We have, uh, do we have Ezra on? Ezra, welcome. Thanks very much. Uh,
5: It's good to be here, but I've got bad news, Glenn.
0: Yeah. What?
5: Canada just introduced the most draconian anti-free speech censorship bill in our history and in the history of any democratic country. I've never seen anything like it.
0: Okay, hang, 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 on, new- hang, on, hang on, Ezra. Ezra Levant. Okay, I'll, I'll on. I can't wait. I, I know. Yeah, Ezra I Levant wait. is uh, the host of the Ezra Levant Show. Uh, he started Rebel News, which is like the Blaze, has the same kind of mission as the Blaze. Um, Ezra, we just had uh, one of our reporters um, jailed, picked up by the FBI. Oh my God. Um, he was the one that is leading the investigation on January 6th um he was arrested this morning about an hour ago uh and um we're in real we're in real trouble as a nation we're in real real trouble and you guys are following uh actually you're leading i think um because you guys have just introduced a bill yesterday that is bone chilling
5: well what you've just reported to me about the arrest of your reporter is terrifying and i and I know that you will resist it at all costs. You absolutely must. You cannot allow the arrests of journalists for criticizing the regime to be normalized. That is absolute priority oh, one. So as you know, you, as
0: you know, Ezra, that is the mainstream media is not going to cover this. They're not going to cover it, uh, and it's if reprehensible. He,
5: if he was on the other side of the political aisle, he would be willing winning a Pulitzer. Yeah. Uh, there would be national press conferences for him. You would see Amnesty International talking about it. You might even see the United Nations talking about it. But if he is conservative-oriented or a critic of the regime, it'll be crickets. Let me tell you what's going on in Canada because, as I always say, what happens in Canada today may happen in the U.S. five years from now. It's like we're a bad time machine to see your future. This week, Justin Trudeau introduced a new bill called Bill C-63. It's got a lot of things in it that are atrocious. He's created a new hate crime bill life in prison, new hate crime law. There's nothing that gets you left in prison in Canada, not even murder, but hate speech now does. He's created a pre-crime for hate. If you have, quote, fear of hate, fear of hate, that's that's the title of the section of the law. You can get a judge to issue a kind of restraining order against your enemy before he does anything, before he says anything. And that restraining order can include house arrest, giving up any lawful firearms, limiting who he can talk to directly or indirectly, limiting the places he can go, and requiring him to take uh, urine and blood tests. Just because you are, quote, afraid, he might in the future say some hate speech. He doesn't have to have done anything in the past. This is a pre-crime like in that science fiction movie minority report that's in this bill let me tell you other things in this bill donald trump and his travails with the u.s legal system they're covered a lot by the canadian media and justin trudeau's obsessed with donald trump so he's been watching what democrats have done and he's learned from it trump is being prosecuted by high profile prosecutors trudeau has won up that Trudeau has has now said that anyone in Canada, even non-citizens, can file hate speech complaints against anyone. And if they're successful, they get $20,000 from the target and the target has to pay a fine of up to $50,000. So let me just say this more clearly. If there's anyone on social media, because this is a social media law Trudeau's introduced, if there's anyone who has a YouTube video, a tweet, a Facebook comment that you think creates hate, you can go to the Canadian Human Rights Tribunal and complain about it. You don't have to hire a lawyer. You don't have to spend any money. The government will have the hearing, and if your complaint is upheld, you get twenty grand from the victim. So instead of having maybe twenty, wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. Dollars, who gets the thirty? The remaining thirty.
5: 20 goes to the complainants and an additional 50 goes to the government. So you're on the hook for 70 grand a pop. So let's take someone like Jordan Peterson. Every day he's saying something controversial on YouTube, on Twitter. Oh, and by the way, this applies to all of your historical work that's online. So as long as it's still online and you control it, they can go back through your history, five years, 10 years, And why wouldn't they complain about literally every tweet you make, literally every YouTube video? There's no cost. There's no downside. And even if only 5% of your complaints get through to the target, you're smacking them with 20 grand for yourself and a 50 grand fine. This will create a huge industry. So Trudeau saw what they were doing to Trump and said, I can do one better. I'm not going to have a few sniper shots. I'm going to have a shotgun blast. I'm going to have hundreds of complaints swarming my enemies and I don't even have to do it. I will mobilize a woke army, but there's one more thing. And I, people can't believe it when I tell it to them, but it's right there in the law in black and white. You can make a complaint in secret. And the target of your complaint never gets to know your identity. You can give evidence in secret. The complaint can be made in secret. So, You could have a company, a political party, a busybody, who's literally filing 100 a day, and you'll never know it. And and let me just be clear about one thing. You don't have to be a victim. You don't have to have any standing. You don't have to be mentioned at all. You can just do this as a hobby, as an obsession, as a job, as a political vengeance. Maybe you're a disgruntled ex-employee. This is all in Bill C-63, and you take it all together, this is the most draconian anti-free speech bill anywhere in the world, other than
0: I suppose Iran and China, who just do this stuff naturally. And kill you. Um, yeah. So what does that mean to people like you, Ezra? Because you're going to be attacked. Uh, oh, Rebel we're, News we're, we're is going to be attacked.
5: You're yeah, out. Let me just Let me go to first principles for one second. Let me tell you what they're doing at the basic principle level here. What is a hate crime? What's hate, Glenn? It's a human emotion. If you never feel any hate in your life, you don't have a fully formed personality. The, the challenge in life is to take these bad emotions and transform them into positive work, into reforming the world, into fixing a problem. Hate comes from an underlying grievance. So to pass a law to say we're going to ban hatred that's impossible. If it were possible, we'd have passed the Love Each Other Act a long time ago, and we'd be in heaven. So to criminalize a human emotion, it, it, it's a, a insane. And that is what the law actually governs. The law, And I know because I was charged under a precursor to this law about 15 years ago when I published the Danish cartoons of Mohammed. I was charged with publishing something, quote, likely to expose a person to hatred or contempt, unquote. So it's a pre-crime. It's a future crime. And it's not to do any actual damage. It's just to hurt feelings. And, and that's the thing is it's so subjective. We're all guilty in advance. So he, as the Soviet secret police chief Lavrenty Beria said, show me the man. I'll find you the crime. We're all guilty of having hate in our hearts. So it's just whoever they choose to prosecute who will get dinged.
0: So tell me this won't pass in Parliament.
5: Well, the reason it was introduced this week is because last week, Justin Trudeau signed a new coalition agreement with a hard left-wing socialist party. Justin Trudeau does not have a majority of seats in our house. So he signed a coalition deal with an even worse party. And I fear this will be passed into law. And I fear, you know, I mean, it'll take some time. They're setting up three new censorship agencies. Not one, but three. There will be three new censorship bureaucracies. And I think it's going to take them a number of months to get it going. Months. I think this will probably be operational in 2025. And then it's going to be the final battleground because, you know, this this will bankrupt any critic of the regime. And then there's those pre-crime restraining orders. And then there's the actual criminal prosecution. They've created a standalone hate crime law. For life in prison, not even murder gets you that
0: in Canada. So if this passes, you've become a Stasi state, uh, uh, East Germany.
5: Yeah, the secret informants, the secret prosecutions, the secret witnesses, the uh, subjective political nature of the crime, the three different agencies, it's, oh, and here they have special rules for Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. They say if they get a complaint, a hate complaint, they must take it down within 24 hours or be subject to enormous fines. And so there's no way you can adjudicate if something is right or wrong or fair or not in 24 hours. And the fines are so enormous, basically a complaint will automatically get things taken down Again, I'm going to tell you something now, and you're probably not going to believe me, but I swear it's in the text of the law. There are fines in there that can tag global social media companies 8% of their global revenue. So Justin Trudeau, sitting up here in Canada, says to Facebook, if you break my law, I will fine you 8% of your entire worldwide revenue. That's a $10 billion fine. Now, I think Facebook, YouTube, Google, et cetera, I think they're probably going to push back on this, or maybe they'll just leave Canada, and Trudeau's going to be fine with that. Facebook has already left Canadian news, because Trudeau said to them, you have to pay $100 million to our list of approved journalists for the pleasure of linking to them. And Facebook said, that makes no sense. We're getting out of the Canadian news business. You cannot post a Canadian news story on Facebook. It blocks it. Trudeau's fine with that because that hurts the independent guys like us. You cannot read Rebel News on Facebook. We're blocked as are every other Canadian news source. We are becoming like China in that there's this great firewall of Canada going up. Trudeau would be happy shutting down any independent sources of news. Soon there will only be two kinds of journalists left in Canada, government journalists and banned journalists, Glenn.
0: Okay, Ezra, could you hang on for just a second, because I want to go back to what we're talking about here, because you're ahead of us, but that kind of stuff is coming here, Um, but we've had a journalist arrested, and I'd love to hear you uh, make a plea to other journalists to wake the crap up and start fighting against this stuff. Could you do that for me in just a few minutes? Yes, yes. back in just a second. All right, uh, if you're getting ready to sell your house, that means, you know, you're going to need pictures, lots and lots of pictures, I get it. Well, you know, my cousin Eddie, he's pretty good around a camera. Uh Cousin Eddie also failed photography school because he left the lens cap on the camera the whole semester. So, you know, maybe we should get a professional. You need somebody who can take amazing photos of your home and put them online to show prospective buyers in the market. This is one of the many things that real estate agents that you can trust will help you with. A really competent agent, one you can trust, uh, the, the, they have a huge Rolodex of everybody that they work with that can help sell your house and the inspectors, the appraisers, the home repair contractors, the photographers, the list goes on and on. My company is dedicated to 100% pairing you up with real estate agents that you can trust, whether you're buying or selling or just have a question or two, we've been helping this audience for over 10 years now through billions of dollars in sales. Real Estate Agents I Trust. The name says it all. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com.
4: Our opinions weighing you down. Call in and let it out. 888-727-BECK. This is... The Glenn Beck Program.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, We're having to move things around. We have Alan Dershowitz coming up. We were going to talk to him about some other things, but Developing overnight, um, we we do have um, we do have Steve Baker, a journalist from Blaze, uh, now arrested. We have the charges; they just released the charges. We'll give you that. We also have breaking news. I don't know what it is, but I am told by Washington that it is massive news. Uh, that will be coming up in about an hour and five minutes. Uh, we'll have more. Uh, as our coverage continues, of uh, Dark Day for Journalism, uh, the arrest of Steve Baker, the guy who has been leading the investigation on January 6th. We go back to Ezra Levant. Ezra, we have two minutes. I'd just like to hear, because you're a longtime journalist, um, you have played in these circles for a while now up in Canada. Why, Why won't the press actually protect everybody i know i do i i stand up for them when when they're being uh messed with by the government if free
5: speech is one of those strange gifts that you have to give to your opponents if you want it for yourself it's it's so unusual that way that's what makes free speech so hard is you've got to give it to people who say things you hate otherwise you're not really talking about free speech and A generation ago, the left knew that. In fact, in the sixties and seventies, free speech was sort of the turf of the left. And and they knew that. In fact, there was an incredible case out of California, uh, a guy who, who wore a shirt that said F U K F U C K F U C K the draft into a courthouse. And that went all the way to the Supreme court. And the Supreme court said, one man's profanity is another man's lyric. And he had to be able to say F U C K the drafts because that was the depth of his opinion. And that that's, U.S. Supreme Court law. That's how it was. The left used to understand that, but that's when they used free speech to challenge the establishment. The establishment back then was still conservative. Now that those radicals control the levers of power, they don't want anyone else challenging them. And, and it's so depressing that the left has abandoned free speech and most media companies have too. In Canada, it's particularly acute. Because they're all paid for by the government. Never let government fund your journalists. They're bad enough as it yeah. is already, Glenn.
0: Thank you very much, Es Levant from Rebel News. Thanks for the update on the insane new censorship bill up in Canada. As you're dealing with that, uh, we are dealing with the arrest of a Blaze TV reporter. Um, please join us
4: at blazetv.com. The Glenn Beck Program.
0: You and your family have a future to protect. That means taking the steps now to make sure you're prepared for whatever situation might come your way. Stu and I were just talking about being prepared. And neither of us are really prepared. Have you even started yet? My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for whatever might come their way. And many of them start with a four-week emergency food kit. There are 16 food and drink varieties. Uh, the meals contain 2,000 calories a day, so they're going to get you through any situation. And they're sealed in incredibly durable packaging. They may last up to 25 years, or they will, 25 years of storage. And they're really good. It's My Patriot Supply. Get each four week food kit for $60 off right now. Get free shipping, so protect yourself, protect your family, and start preparing now. MyPatriotsupply.com. That's MyPatriotsupply.com. the Gledbeck program. There is a lot going on in the news. A lot of it is in court and we have somebody being arraigned in about an hour from now that works for us. His name is Steve Baker. He He went into the Capitol on January 6th as an independent reporter. We have the footage of him. He's not parading, he's not being violent. He's reporting on the story. Then, as soon as he started getting close to the truth, uh, the FBI began to threatening, uh, threaten him. He was arrested this morning. He's going to be arraigned in about an hour. He was handcuffed uh, and uh, told to come in a t-shirt and sandals or flip-flops because it would be easier for him to get into the uh, orange jumpsuit. And they told him that he would be shackled at the ankles. We have the charges and Alan Dershowitz, we're gonna get his opinion on that and many other things here in just a second, stand by. First, great news. Did you know that MRA uh, vaccines have now been approved for pigs in the United States and they're already giving them the mRNA vaccine? Okay, thank God for good ranchers. They don't have to worry about imported meat mrna vaccines or experimental stuff in the food that i feed my family maybe that's good but i don't know right now during their say no to mrna sale good ranchers is offering you a free 10 pound easter ham with any subscription would use the promo code back top quality ham and our mrna free good ranchers is committed to transparency they believe you have a right to know exactly what is in your food they're not afraid to show you. They're amazing supporters of this program. I support them as well because they are supporting ranchers all over this country. No one else is being as loud or as active on this issue as Good Ranchers, and it's because they genuinely want to provide you with the best meat in America. So go to GoodRanchers.com and use the promo code BECK. Get your free Easter ham today. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code BECK. Say no to MRNA goodrancherscom dot com slash Beck. Alan Dershowitz is uh, with us, and uh, Alan, um, I have to tell you, I uh, I'm, I'm experiencing a day I never thought I would experience in America. Um, the company that I founded is under attack by the uh, government. One of our uh, reporters is going to face a judge here in a few minutes. Uh, he, we have the tape of him in the Capitol, uh, and he has been, uh, charged with, I don't, where did, what happened to the charges, Stu? Do you have them? Um, I have them digitally
2: here. Go ahead. Give me one second. Uh, charges are as follows, uh, knowingly entering or remaining in any restricted building or grounds without lawful authority. Now that's one he's talked about and he said, you know, look, I'm a I'm a journalist and I know even as a journalist, the I New York Times was there. I'm not allowed to be in these these buildings even if I'm um covering these stories. However, uh, the fifth person through a broken window to enter the Capitol was a New York Times journalist, and they are not being charged. And he didn't enter through a broken window. The other two charge are three charges. Disorderly down. and disruptive conduct in a restricted didn't building happen. or grounds. Disorderly conduct in the Capitol building. Didn't happen. Parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. Didn't happen.
0: Alan, what do we do? Well, you know, when the government starts
6: going after journalists, you know we're in real, real problem. When they go after them selectively, for example, a group of anti-Israel demonstrators early on, even before Israel sent in troops to Gaza, uh, were demonstrating right in the Capitol Rotunda. And um, uh, they were just, you know, politely asked to leave. Uh, no no charges, as far as I know, have been brought uh, likewise, with many many other demonstrations, and for example Black Lives Matter demonstrations and other demonstrations, when the government can pick and choose which journalists to go after and which protesters to go after, you know we're 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 in uh in, 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 in russia iran Cuba territory not not thomas Jefferson territory uh where he as soon as he became president, he rescinded the alien and sedition laws that. Had blemished our statute books after the enactment of the First Amendment. So we have to stand up and protect our journalists. And, you know, I'm representing one of the people as well, a young law student uh, who went into the Capitol and was charged with a felony. As you know, the Supreme Court has granted review, and we'll hear arguments soon, uh, in a case involving whether or not you can charge. Obstruction of a proceeding. And so uh, I think the Supreme Court may give us some important guidance as to the limitations on what can be done to people who protested on, uh, on, on January 6th. Look, I, my, myself, personally, I believe the election was uh, acceptable. Uh, but I also believe that anybody who disagrees with that has an absolute right to protest it and protest it uh, in a way that our First Amendment uh, protects and but journalists the, are doubly protected.
0: Yeah, he, he wasn't protesting. He was mm-hmm. there to cover what was going on. Yeah, he wasn't yeah, protesting. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't matter. I
6: mean, it doesn't matter. Uh, He uh, he has the right to protest. He has the right to cover. He has the right to report. And the government has no power to arrest somebody. And these charges, uh, you know, uh, trespassing and uh, Justice Brandeis, in a great opinion, 100 years ago, Said that, that even trespass laws must give way to the First Amendment. If if you're in his case, he was saying if you're protesting capitalism and you walk on the lawn of a corporation illegally, the First Amendment uh, prevails. Um, and so this is a case that probably will end up uh, in in the right way, but not until uh, he's dragged uh, and wear shackles and he has to wear a you know all that stuff. Uh, that that's harassment. Uh, I would think that all these cases should be stayed pending the Supreme Court decision, because we don't know how far the court decision will go in permitting um, uh, protesters. And, and, and it doesn't even do it with journalists. As you say, journalists um, have a special right under the First Amendment. Congress shall make no law, no law abridging the freedom of the press. And this is the freedom of the press.
0: Alan, before we move on to other things, I, I would like to talk to you about hiring you if if that i don't even know how to go about doing that but i i I,
6: I, I don't i don't get hired on first amendment cases i i i do it pro bono okay Well, uh, half of my cases in my life have been pro bono. I think almost all of my First Amendment cases, that's crazy, virtually all of my First Amendment cases have been pro bono. And I think I've won them all. So I I have a I have a pretty good record. And I know you do to help out. I'm
0: Uh, happy to help out. Thank you. I I have to tell you, we're living in a country you said to me six months ago, you know, if these things happen, we're definitely living in a banana republic. And I have those things gotten worse or better
6: oh, they've gotten much worse, and especially the selective application. Uh, yes. and, and again, I don't want to focus too much on this because that's the subject of the show, but these veeringly pro-Hamas, uh, anti-Israel demonstrations that have involved spitting at Jews and uh, calling them filthy names and uh, and hitting them and harassing them, that's, they've been allowed to go on. Uh, w- whereas if you say anything negative, about somebody of color, about a gay person, or about you know this administration, uh, you, you're you're in deep trouble. It's this selective misuse of uh, prosecutions in the context of freedom of speech that's so dangerous. If the government can pick and choose who to go after, I mean, as we're talking now, the funeral of Navalny is going on in in Russia, right. and uh, people are going to be prosecuted. Uh, if they're on one side, if they demonstrate in favor of Putin, hey, they're going to get medals. But if they demonstrate against Putin, you know where they're going to end up. And we can't allow ourselves to become that kind of a a country. And, and so, we have to stand up against it, regardless of what our personal views may be of the events at issue. Uh, we have to stand up for a single standard of free speech and And free journalism
0: i think that's what bothers me so much about this uh fonnie willis trial these guys i've never seen i've seen people perjure themselves before but i've never seen them do it with such zeal i mean she didn't even have she didn't even have to testify and she was like no uh uh-uh you're gonna want to ask me i want to go up there i want to go up there and lie right
6: i i'm i'm i don't have a lie detector in my brain but I've been doing this now 60 years, and I think I can tell the difference between people who are telling the truth and people who are hiding the truth. And the three key witnesses in the, in the Finney Willis case, um, obviously, were doing everything to prevent the truth from coming out. I just wonder, and we'll know in a few hours, maybe, what the judge's attitude is going to be toward this. I mean, it's going to be very difficult for an elected judge in in, in uh, the same county where she's elected as the DA to look her in the eye and say, I just don't believe you. I think you may be lying. Um, But I think she may be lying. And I think most Americans who watched it on channels other than CNN, CNN, of course, said, oh, she's wonderful. She didn't, uh, you know, the the witnesses haven't done anything wrong. Uh, This is, she's fantastic. But but if you watched it on any other channel, um, you would see for yourself. I mean, who are you going to believe, CNN or your lying eyes? Um, but, um, the, 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 it was so clear that, uh, this, this witness who came forward, the partner of Nathan Wade was doing everything in his power to try to take back what he had written, he had written right. in, in emails and texts. And it's clear that their relationship began before they said she began, but they, you know, he had gotten a phone call from a friend. I don't know whether it was a threatening phone call or what but clearly he decided when he took that witness stand. oh no, no 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 i'm not testifying against uh, these so, guys
0: so uh you you also have the triangulation of their phones uh yeah. that that show i mean and i don't believe i mean alan this is the this is the stuff that you would use or anybody else would use to convict a murderer it's the it is the go-to uh tracking of phones and they're trying to make it sound like, oh, well, you can't trust that. He might have been in the area. This is you know, I can,
6: craziness. Like I can tell you, I have a case right now. I won the appeal for a man convicted of murder. Uh, I won the appeal. It then went back and they had tracking uh, material. They had the pings. And as the result of, uh, of the pings, um, uh, he is now in prison. Uh and uh I what I what I, I wrote a piece about this and I said is Tony Willis going to now go in front of the court and say every prosecution yes. that I ever brought brought based on pings I now want to see them thrown out I want to see these people go free she is, she is destroying one of the major weapons that technology has now provided uh, prosecutors. Look, she has a right to say it's circumstantial evidence, and it is circumstantial evidence, but it's damn compelling circumstantial evidence. Right. If the guy is right near her apartment at 11, 10 o'clock at night and leaves at 2.30 in the morning, uh, you know, that's uh, reasonable. People can infer from that maybe he was in her apartment doing a little hanky-panky during those relevant hours, uh, the hours in which most of these encounters occur. So, uh, you know, let the fact finder infer, uh, let's see what the fact finder infers uh, from this. I'm, I'm, I'm really curious. Look, I wrote a book, I, you know, I've just finished my, this is hard to believe, I've just finished writing and publishing my fourth book in one year. Oh I'm God. so upset at what's going on. Four books in one year. The first one was Get Trump. The most recent one is War Against the Jews. But in the Get Trump book, um, I go through all of these cases and it's so clear that this is selective prosecution, that if his name wasn't Donald Trump and if he wasn't trying to become president, again, I'm not going to vote for him. I'm not a Trump supporter, but I am a supporter of the Constitution. If his name wasn't Trump and he wasn't running, there's no way he would be charged in Florida, in Washington, D.C., in New York, in, um, in, in Fulton County. These are all selective prosecutions, and we have to really stand up against it, whether you're a Democrat. Or a Republican, a liberal, a conservative, we all share a commitment to the rule of law and to the Constitution. That's why I write books. That's why I can't stop writing. Um, my my new book, uh, War Against Woke, has just been published. It's uh, coming out in the next couple of weeks. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a writing frenzy. That's all I can do. It's frustrating. I'm 85 years old. If I were 25 years old, I think I'd be volunteering in Gaza to try to help destroy Hamas but I'm 85, so all I can do is write and write and write and be on shows like yours.
0: To show that uh, age doesn't matter, uh, Alan Dershowitz, who is 85, as he just said, uh, and sharp as attack. Uh, Alan, thank you so much for everything.
6: Oh, it's um, my pleasure. Thank you for doing what you do and keeping
0: America on the right track. Thank you. Bye-bye. Alan Dershowitz. Um, just
2: every time he says it, when he says his age, 85. I cannot stop I thinking about the
0: president of the United States. I know. There's a total difference. Totally um, I, uh, This is a very difficult day to be broadcasting. Um, uh, we are facing real trouble. I mean, that was an honest ask on my part for Alan Dershowitz, because I don't know who will defend the right to free speech the right of the First Amendment. I don't know what attorney is willing to do that. And for the first time in my life, I actually feel like, in not a joking way, I've got to hire Alan Dershowitz. The good news is, I uh, founded a company that has grown a spine well beyond mine. And uh, we are not going to be intimidated we are not going to be frightened away and we're not going to stop but with everything that is going on in the world steve baker who was arrested today by the fbi and charged with nonsense we are going to defend him we are going to make him famous We're going to make him into the journalist the FBI claims he's not. And we're going to do that by showing you the proof. They threatened him for three years, four years, but they didn't do it until he joined us. We understand the consequences. But you will not intimidate us. If our if it means that we go to jail, so be it. So be it. None of us want to go to jail, but I would rather be in jail than kowtow to want to be dictators. We cannot do what we do without you. I hate to hitch on this but we so need you to join us blaze tv.com slash use the promo code glenn join us please at the blaze Ten seconds station id in just a minute sorry i have to do a commercial first sorry stations uh good night's sleep can be hard to come by sometimes uh you can get to the end of the evening and it's hard to shut down the brain All the worries and cares of the day. I'm going to have a hard time sleeping tonight. You can't live like that. You have to have good rest so you can face all the worries and the cares. All the things that you have to face and make decisions, you have to be sharp. Like regular relief factor that takes away the pain, relief factor sleep is 100% drug-free, so you're not going to feel it. You're not going to feel like you got hit by a truck the next morning. It's a blend of natural ingredients. It's designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. It works. I took it earlier this week, 1995. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800 the number four relief. 800 the number four relief. Relieffactor.com. Now, 10 seconds. From Blaze Media, January 6th, January 6th is what Steve Baker shared with America, his revelations around that day. It has had an immediate and profound impact here at Blaze Media. The clarity of his narrative left a lasting impression, making it clear this was a story that needed to be told, Upon the relaunch of Blaze News in October, we made the choice to free ourselves from the influence of big tech by relaunching without ads. That's why we need you to join us now. We will not be able to carry on investigative journalist without you. And I want to show you why you should support Steve, even if it's just in your prayers. Let me show just a couple of minutes of the video of our investigative journalist in the Capitol. Uh, We thank you to the Speaker of the House who late last night uh, gathered a team together to try to get all of the footage of Steve. You can see him uh, walking in the Capitol. He is covering, he's standing off to the very back of the room in this. Away from the crowd. Away from the crowd with his camera, with his notebook. He's not engaging in anything. He is doing reporting. They have charged him with ridiculous misdemeanors, and 30 minutes from now, he is going in front of a judge here in Dallas, Texas, in leg irons and an orange jumpsuit. Just to be able, there you see, oh wow, he did. Was that a bomb or was that a camera flash? This is America. You don't stand up now. It's over. Journalists going to prison.
4: Glenn Beck.
0: Someday when they ask me what I did to stem the tide, I don't, I don't know what I will say. I did everything I could. I want to make sure that I can answer it a proactive way. The very easiest thing for you to do to be part of the fight is get away from these damn companies that are trying to kill us. Where the hell are you people on the left? That all the companies, you can't trust companies. We agree with you. Why are you supporting all of these companies that are corrupting everything? Patriot Mobile has everything you need in a phone plan. One of the three major networks, if you're on them, you're going to get the same damn plan because they're on the same cell towers. Except you're not sending money to people who are trying to fight against America. And I am, I'm sorry, I should not be. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972 Patriot. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck.
2: Please support Steve Baker and the rest of the work here at The Blaze, blazetv.com slash Glenn. You can sign up, save 20 bucks by using the promo code Glenn.
0: Welcome to the Glenn Beck program, where... We're glad that you're here. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We do appreciate it. I want to give a message to all of the people that work with me or work for me. On a day when one of our colleagues has been taken into custody by the FBI, we all know, Steve, We all know Steve Baker as a good, gentle, decent man. We've been impressed with his courage before, but what would all of us do were we in his situation today? He's now being transferred to uh, court where he will be arraigned. In these times where we are facing challenge after challenge as we grapple with the unsettling news of Steve's arrest simply for exercising his constitutional right to free speech as a member of the press, it is crucial to find strength in those examples of the people who came before us. History is Full of individuals who, in the pursuit of truth and justice, faced unimaginable adversaries. But it is their courage and their decency that we remember, their resolve to stay cool and be men and women of peace. That is what shaped the course of our history. I'm proud of this company. I am proud of The Blaze. I am proud to work with each one of you. Not only does our profession demand, but quite honestly, I know each of you and each of you demands a commitment to not just the truth, but to the principles of freedom and democracy. They were journalists who have withstood pressures, both seen and unseen. And now it's our turn. Every generation has to choose for themselves. And now it is our turn to stand firm in our mission. And draw some inspiration from people like Ida B. Wells. She braved death threats to expose the horrors of lynching in the American South. Gareth Jones, who risked his life to report on the Holodomor in Ukraine. Let's remember the steadfastness of political figures such as Nelson Mandela, who spent 27 years in prison for a f- fighting apartheid in South Africa. Not to reemerge angry and bitter, but to emerge with a message of reconciliation and hope. That's who we must be. His legacy teaches us the power of standing by your conviction, even in the face of severe persecution. And with God's help, transforming all of that ugliness into something glorious. Consider the courage of Aung San Suu Kyi, who d- endured decades of house arrest in her quest for democracy in Myanmar. She's now a global symbol of peaceful resistance against oppressive regimes. Her story is a testament to the impact of an unwavering commitment to your own principles. These individuals and so countless many others were vilified, persecuted, imprisoned. Yet they are not remembered for the trials they endured, but for their unbreakable spirit and dedication to the cause, a cause bigger than any one of us. They remind us that the path to truth and justice is fraught with danger, but a path worth treading, We've never faced days like this in America, and I'm sorry to say we are at the beginning of this road. The arrest of Steve Baker, a Blaze TV journalist, is not just an affront to our colleague, but to the very principles of freedom of speech and freedom of press, that underpin our republic and our profession. It serves as a stark reminder of the risks associated with our commitment to truth and transparency. In moments like these, it is really easy for us to feel a mix of emotions. I have all of them right at the surface today. Anger, fear, uncertainty. Dear co-workers, know that all of these are valid. However, it is crucial now more than ever to stand firm in our mission. Our role as journalists, it's vital. We are the eyes and the ears of the public. The voice of the voiceless. The bearers of truth in a time of misinformation, disinformation, malinformation, and utter darkness. Now is the time for each of us to decide. Now is the time of our moment of choosing. But let me give you a few principles to guide you, to guide us. Number one, stay true to your ethics. Stay true to what you know is right. Stay true to everything you were taught in church and by your parents. Let the truth of the gospel and your journalistic integrity. Be your North star. Without God, there is no truth. Adhere to the highest standards of accuracy, fairness, and impartiality. If you are a commentator at the blaze, the same must be true. You don't have to be impartial, but you have to be accurate and fair. Prioritize your safety. Number two, our mission is important, but your safety is paramount. Always assess the risks of reporting and seek guidance if you're unsure. You are not alone. Three, lean on legal support. Most people in this building probably don't know, but we have a legal team and they are equipped to advise on your rights, help navigate legal challenges, and provide representation if needed. They are our friend. For foster solidarity. The time to be apart is past us now. We have to stand together and support each other. Solidarity in the ranks sends a powerful message, and that message needs to be heard. We will not be intimidated, nor will we be silenced. Five. I so love our audience. I know them so well. I've known them for 20 years. They are good and decent people. If you're ever feeling low, engage with our audience and our community. They rely on us for the truth, but I rely on them for hope. So continue to engage them, not as an audience, but partners and friends in our mission. Their support strengthens my resolve. It will do the same for you, and it will also broaden our impact. As we move forward, let's remember that history has shown us the indomitable power of the press. Journalists have faced adversity in many forms throughout the years. Yet the pursuit of truth has always prevailed, and it will again. Steve is a testament to the resilience and dedication that this profession demands. No, you are on the right side of history. The sacrifices made by those who came before us were not in vain, and neither will our efforts. Let their courage inspire us to face the challenges ahead with resolve and dignity. Together, let the blaze just be one point of light that will continue to shine a light on injustice on all sides. Let us stand for those we don't even like, that we disagree with. We are for humans and human rights. We don't have a side. And by doing so, we will honor the legacy of those who paved the way. More in a minute. All right, I want to talk to you about a sponsor, somebody that I've been doing work with for a long time, and I really like them, the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. (sighs) I don't know if I can read the first line of this uh, commercial. When they came for the Jews and I did not speak out, I didn't speak out because I was not a Jew. Those words have disturbing new weight for me today with Steve Baker, for millions all around the world when Israel was attacked on October 7th amidst the unjust calls for a ceasefire coming from around the world. Sadly, even too many from the United States, the people of Israel are still trying to recover and they need our help. The International Fellowship of Christians and Jews, the IFCJ, is right there in the middle of it. They're distributing essentials. There are thousands of Jews that need your help. That's why I've partnered with IFCJ today, and I would ask that you would do the same. Support ifcj.org to help. Every donation is urgently needed to help the people of Israel. May we be a blessing, not a curse. Give to the International Fellowship of Christians and Jews. All you have to do is go to the website, supportifcj.org. That's supportifcj.org.
4: The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program will be right back.
0: This is the Glenn Beck program. Um, We have got to continue and we have a a major announcement. Uh, I was just told what it was uh, and it is, um, I don't think it's a coincidence that it's coming out today, Um, but we'll give that to you. We'll have, uh, I think it's Barry Loudermilk is gonna be making this announcement here in just a couple of minutes. It is a major announcement, uh, and it is in regards to January 6th. Um, we are uh, dealing with the arrest of one of our own. And, you know, a few months ago, we, we took all the advertisements off of The Blaze. The um, Theblaze.com has no advertisements. And we rolled the dice that you would support us, and you have. It's extraordinarily uh, expensive. Today, I can't tell you the number of people that are on site and working on this story and nothing else. Um, they, um, it's expensive to do investigative journalism. And uh, we have always asked you to subscribe to Blaze TV. And I know right now, times are tough. There is a way to support us uh, if you don't have the money, and that is to get a subscription to theblaze.com. And that's TheBlaze.com slash truth. TheBlaze.com slash truth. That is a $3 uh, a month uh, subscription. It is the entry level, and it, it opens up all of the investigative news stories and everything else on uh, TheBlaze.com. So if, if you can afford half a cup of coffee a month, uh, we sure would appreciate it at TheBlaze.com slash truth. Uh, Okay, so we have Barry Loudermilk coming up in uh, just a second. Um, We're going to show you some video if you're watching us on The Blaze, but we'll explain it to you. Uh, And hopefully, Steve, who is scheduled to be arraigned, is he already at the courthouse? Ricky, is he already at the courthouse? Yes. Um, So he's scheduled to be arraigned uh, at... uh, at ten o'clock, our time here in in the central time zone, eleven o'clock. I see our reporters uh, down in front of the in front of the courthouse getting ready uh, to give us a report here at the top of the hour, and hopefully Steve will be joining us sometime at or before ten thirty. It's incredible
2: because as long as I've known Steve Baker, we knew something like this could happen. Right, we knew they were threatening him with this, but the fact that it's actually happened now, it really hits you differently.
0: Yeah, it uh, it does, kind of gets close to home. Uh, and we're gonna show you some video of him not doing anything but reporting. Uh, Capitol Police, by because of the Speaker of the House, has released the tapes now of Steve Baker in the Capitol doing nothing but reporting.
4: The Glenn Beck Program.
0: Uh, here at The Blaze, we have a colleague that uh, has been arrested by the FBI. He is one of the nicest, quietest, gentle men you've ever met. Um, he was arrested because he was doing journalism on January 6th. Um, the FBI didn't come after him uh, seriously until he started working with The Blaze. Now he was arrested, he was handcuffed. He's standing in front of a judge, we are told, in an orange jumpsuit and shackles for four misdemeanors, three of which we can prove right now are lies. We're gonna take you through this journey and pray that everyone that you know wakes up because First, they came for the Blaze TV reporter and I said nothing. You know how that poem ends. More in a minute. I'm sure you've noticed that ammo prices are insane. Every time you go to the range, it's like you're setting money on fire just to get a little better. And if you have to hire a firearms instructor on top of that, it's even worse. Getting good with guns, which is essential, it is part of protecting your freedom and the freedom of those you love. And it's quickly becoming a rich man's game. That's why you need Mantis X. It is a high tech, easy to use system used widely by the military, helps you improve your shooting quickly. You just attach it to your firearm and connect it to an app on your smartphone or tablet and Bluetooth. Then whenever you're firing actual rounds on everyday or everyday uh, dry fire practice, It will give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. And 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using Mantis X. Be responsible. Be a responsible gun owner. Increase your competence and confidence today with Mantis X. Get yours now at MantisX.com. That's MantisX.com. I bring in my uh, executive uh, producer now. Ricky is uh, joining us. Whew. Welcome to the program. Mm.
7: I wish I were coming on for something fun on Friday. Yeah. Um,
0: How's the staff?
7: Everyone is rallying, but they're rattled. Um, it's this is surreal. Um, when I got into journalism. I went in naively thinking that um, things like this, things that are happening to our own colleague, would, would never happen to me.
4: That, happen that, those America. are things
7: that you see in Russia. Those are things that you see in China. You don't see that happening here. Um, I'd like to read a, um, an ex post from Congressman Thomas Massey. The fourth branch is arresting another journalist today for embarrassing the regime. The regime. It's 2024, and a sitting congressman, one of the brightest minds in Congress, is referring to the Biden administration, the DOJ, the FBI, the DHS as the regime.
0: I've been in this business for a long time, and I've never seen anything like this, and I've been talking about this. I mean, you know, everybody we hire, um, you know, I come in at the very end to sweeten the deal with this. If you have anything to hide, if you, uh, uh, if you are not strong in your values and principles, this is not the right place for you because we are constantly under attack and it's only going to get worse. And I, I don't know, Ricky, if people believed me through the years when I would say things like that. Mm-hmm. They thought it was hyperbole. Mm-hmm. Well, here it is today.
7: Yeah, every week it seems like there's another way that we're being squeezed online, and this is the ultimate squeeze. This is one of our own in handcuffs, and if you haven't seen the footage, I I encourage you to look at it. Play the footage here. It will make you sick to your stomach. I've looked Steve in the eye. I said, Steve, we're putting our whole network credibility on the line for you, and he, I said, what's the worst they're going to find? He says... I don't know me joking about nancy pelosi in a podcast once um i didn't know that was a crime but maybe it is um i didn't know the first amendment was a crime until today um that's why we are asking people that if you want to support the journalism that we're doing here at blaze media you can go to the blaze.com truth um i know that a hundred bucks a year is a lot for our video coverage and if you can't do that right now can't is the first amendment is freedom of the press worth three dollars a month for you we need your support because we will not partner with big tech who won't allow us to report these stories
0: and we've cut all of our advertisers because we no longer uh we no longer want to depend on anybody but you but this is a big test uh we did that a few months ago and uh now we're paying a a, a dear price for it i can't even imagine what it's going to cost Do you hear dershowitz today Yes. I asked him if he would represent, and he said yes. Um, That's the
7: first person in the middle, a civil libertarian, that I've seen speak up on our behalf today.
0: What are you seeing online?
7: It's a lot of uh, allies and sort of right-leaning media. Um, Can you
0: give me some examples?
7: Yeah. You heard
0: from our friends at Daily Wire and things like that?
7: um, I haven't seen anything from Daily Wire yet. Friends at the Daily Caller. Um, We've got... Congress members that are standing up, uh, Congressman Chip Roy says th- that they're going to be looking into this, um, perhaps holding back funds from Congress until we can learn more about why the government is weaponizing um, agencies against a journalist. So um, people from the Hill, the Hill's in the middle, but maybe a little bit to the right. Um, I'd like to see more from other Quote civil libertarians. Civil- I'd sure
0: like to see it from Chuck Todd. I'd like. I've stood up for these weasels every time. Every time. Any time one of them have gotten any flack, any trouble, any pushback from the government, no matter which side they're on, I am always there. Whether it's a personal call and a public tweet on social, and a pub- and a private phone call to. Show them my commitment to them. I've called almost all of them in their hour of need. And they've always been, wow, wow, coming from you, this means a lot. Well, now comes your turn. My understanding is that Steve crossed
7: the threshold, um, went into the Capitol and entered it with other mainstream reporters. I could be wrong on this fact. He told me just a few days ago, but I believe it was another NBC News reporter. Um and so I'm not sure. I haven't seen. Have you guys seen any charges against any NBC News, ABC News no, reporters?
0: No, Or the I New York not. Times or anybody else. Okay. Anybody else that is a friend of the regime. Look, if he goes to jail, that's fine because he wasn't supposed to be there as a journalist. Wow, that's new to me. Um, but if that's, that's the way you want to play it, then I want to see NBC, ABC, CBS, Reuters, AP, I want to see CNN, MSNBC, the New York Times, the Atlantic, and everyone else that was there. I want to see them all go to jail. You put our guy in jail, all of them go to jail. That's called equal justice. It's also still...
2: Would be horrifically wrong, if that's the way this turned out, whether it was equal or not, it would be completely
0: wrong and unconstitutional. It would not be a representative republic that we know. Uh, We have uh, Representative Barry Loudermilk, who has been such a a good friend. uh, And we want to thank the Speaker of the House for doing the same, helping us with uh, getting some of the footage that proves Steve is not berating. And uh, Congressman Loudermilk is on now. He's got an announcement of his own today that I, I think kind of ties into this, but I don't know what it is. Barry, welcome to the program. Glenn, it's uh, it's always good to be with you, not necessarily under these circumstances,
8: yeah. but uh, thank you and Steve for the resilience through all this. It's, 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 it's terrible. It's ridiculous. But it's, it's sort of like what my dad told me. He was a, a medic in World War II. Uh, I was involved in the D-Day invasion, Battle of the Bulge, all the way uh, into Germany. And he used to tell me, he said, son, they don't shoot at you till you're taking the ground. I know. And uh, you, you, we, we must be over the target for taking this. this
0: uh, well, we know this, we are, Barry. I mean, you, you've yeah. been a big part of helping us get – Uh, access to all of the video footage and we know we are there there the more footage that is released the more this looks like a total and complete setup and lie
8: well that's part of the transparency part of the constitution that's why we have the freedom of the press to be able to be transparent and hold government accountable And this is what they're trying to strip away. And as you just said, if you're going to go after Steve Baker, you need to go after the dozens of other uh, reporters that were present in the Capitol that day who didn't do anything wrong. And that's why we want to make sure we got these videos uh, regarding Steve and where he was out early.
0: And I know you guys have worked all night to do that. We got it early, early this morning. And I, I can't thank you enough for that, Congressman. Yeah, and um our staff they have
8: I, I can't commend them enough. I mean, we've got this blue like thing going through everywhere. I, I think half our staff has been sick, including me this way, week, but they stayed late, they got it done. Um and we were also pushing to make sure we were able to do something else today. Um literally just before I came on, this uh speaker Mike Johnson released what we've been working on over the past uh several several weeks is uh today an uh, additional five thousand hours of video footage will be available on rumble it's going to be rolling out throughout the day um, it's taken us a while to get to this because it's it's a technical process you've got to convert these videos from the c c t v format into a internet friendly format. And when we first started doing this, when uh, Speaker Johnson said, "Let's get them all out there," it was just taking our investigative team a full time, just trying to get all this processed, which was taking us away from the other parts of the investigation.
0: So, how many so how many hours speak. are there in total? I mean, well, I know you're going to release five thousand hours. Is that right. all There's, of it, or
8: no? No, we we're going to continue doing. Our goal is to do about twelve hundred uh, hours. Um, a day if we can uh, through the processing. So what we've done is I just went to the speaker. I said, look, it's taking all of our time to get it. I, I, I agree with you. We should get all of this out there. But it's taking our investigative team's time just doing this and it's taking us away from the other important aspects of investigating January 6th, uh, like the select committee and what they did and how they violated rules and, and how their report is is just a fabrication. And so I suggested, can we just contract? Can we find a contractor and hire a contractor to come in and get all you know start start the process of getting all these videos uploaded? And so he approved it. And so uh, it took us just a little bit of time to get the contract done, but the contractor's been working on getting the videos uploaded. Um, and so the the five thousand will be available today. It it may take a little while for them to propagate through the yeah. system on Rumble. Um, but we are going to continue every week with rolling out more and more, uh, just, you know, anticipating some technical issues or whatever. We're looking at maybe eight weeks so and we should have all 40,000 hours up.
0: Um, Barry, is this, um, uh, because of Steve or partly in co- because of what's going on?
8: It's it, the, the, or the, the time videos that we're releasing um, the prioritization of which videos we decided to do first is partially because of what Steve is going through. Um, we Because that is important to get those angles and those things out, and it helped us to work on both at one time.
4: Yeah.
8: Um, and so that was part of it because uh, we see the direction that certain people are going and what they're trying to cover up. And so um, we're going to get all the video out there, um, but we did prioritize uh, some of these angles and these footages um and that's what we're looking at what is what are the most important to uh support uh, the findings in our investigation as well as i mean steve has been a, a great team player with us um we he you know he gets information and and uh, when he gets something that he thinks is valuable to our investigation um, he'll share it with us. And, he offered uh, it all to
0: him access. He offered all of it to the FBI. And I mean, on day one, when he had it, he was like, if you need it, you can have it. I mean, he's, he was documenting. I don't want to get into it. Um, Congressman uh, Barry Loudermilk from Georgia. Thank you. Sincerely. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, we appreciate all you're doing. And uh, definitely, our prayers are with Steve. Yes.
8: I mean, this is, this is horrendous. It's, it's terrible. We're going to be there, uh, to make sure that justice is done. And, and, and that means that the freedom, our constitution is upheld and the truth be known. Thank you so
0: much, Congressman. Congressman Barry Loudermilk from, uh, Georgia, a true friend indeed. Uh, there's so much more. We have, um, Steve Baker, he has supposedly been arraigned by now uh, and should be coming out of the front door. But uh, we don't know if he's going to be even allowed to leave yet. We have no idea what uh, the Justice Department has up their sleeve. Uh, But uh, we have our cameras and microphone right outside. In a minute, if he does come out, we will cover it uh, so you can hear what the process has been. Hopefully, that should be in the next few minutes. Car Shield. Uh, let me make your day a little bit easier. If you if you are worried about your car, you're worried about something happening, and then you have more expense on top. You should get put that worry to rest with Car Shield. When you enroll with Car Shield, you're getting protection plans that start as low as a hundred dollars a month, flexible month-to-month coverage, your choice of a ASC certified 24-hour uh, mechanic, and coast-to-coast roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental car options but you also get no long-term contracts and the administrators at CarShield handle all the paperwork so you don't have to and they now cover over 5000 major parts and systems as well call now 800-227-6100 800-227-6100 or visit carshield.com/back protect yourself From the unprecedented rising cost for parts and repairs, 800-227-6100, carshield.com, slash back. 10 seconds, Station ID. So much is going on in the world. I had a Wednesday night um, broadcast to do, and unfortunately, I lost my voice this week. And was not able to do it. Um, But I am going to do a show, I think, at 3 p.m. Is that right, Ricky? Uh,
7: 3 p.m. Eastern for Blaze TV subscribers. 5 p.m. for your YouTube channel.
0: Okay. Um, I'm going to be doing it. And it's, I mean, boy, oh, boy. Uh, It's on Christian nationalism, but not. It is another setup. We can tell you what's coming next because we know what they're saying behind the scenes. And we know their past. Uh, this is the full power of the National Security Establishment coming down to bear on Christians, and it won't take them too long. If it sounds too far-fetched for you, and I'm trying to say this as nicely as possible, did you miss that a reporter was arrested today? Um, I I don't want you to miss this show. This is information you're going to need 3 p.m. Eastern time for Blaze TV subscribers, 5 p.m. You can see it on YouTube. Don't miss the delayed Wednesday night special airing today, 3 p.m., only on Blaze TV or YouTube.com slash Glenn Beck. Uh, have we heard anything from the ground, our reporters, Ricky? Um, they are expecting. We, we haven't.
7: They're still waiting for Steve to come out. He's going to have to change into a suit, put on his suspendables pin.
0: I don't I know if you know saw what that you, photo. I did. Can you pull that photo up? Um, this is Steve going in earlier today, and I noticed a lapel pin, and I couldn't read it. It just has a big S on it, mm-hmm. and it is suspendables, which I've never heard of.
7: Yeah, it's... Um, there's a group of whistleblowers from the FBI and other agencies who many of them have been suspended. Uh, they made a play on the word, the expendables, mm. and they branded themselves the suspendables um, because there was a hit piece at the New York Times that they were like, we're just going to lean into that. And it all goes to support one of those suspended agents who whistleblow on the government and has not been paid for 18 months. So Steve is standing in solidarity with other people who have had to feel the weight of the government on their shoulders and crushing their lives.
0: I want one of those pins.
7: I think probably we can manage that. I they have a website. I want
0: those pins. Uh, all right. Uh, so when we come back in just a few minutes, Stu, how are you feeling today? Oh, just Wonderful. Uh, are you yeah it's gonna be interesting to see how all this works out isn't <laughs> yeah it, it
2: will be from the inside of a cell it'll be great uh, hopefully they have tvs on to let us know um it's uh, it's fascinating to see this happen especially be- because of all you know the stuff that we've covered that he wasn't even doing these things like i the line between the new york times and steve baker right they're gonna say well he's not really a journalist right he's just what? but like uh, first of all that doesn't make any sense there's lots of evidence to the contrary the video also shows that But, like, you might be able to find somebody who's pleading that they're a journalist that was actually there to do other things. Mm -hmm. Maybe there's somebody in that crowd that fits that description. But it's clearly not Steve Baker. And they left him alone for how many years until he started publishing stuff about what they were doing with
0: January 6th. It's, It's as clear as day. All right. Back with more in just a minute. You know, an unborn baby lacks the ability to talk, but that doesn't mean he or she doesn't have a voice. It's in the heartbeat. It speaks loudly and clearly that this is life. The Ministry of Preborn is saving 200 babies a day from the vile scourge of abortion, and they need our help to keep fighting that because it's getting more complicated. By introducing and expecting moms to their unborn baby through free ultrasounds, Preborn doubles the chances that she's going to choose life. They've rescued over 280,000 babies through love and compassion and free ultrasounds, and every day they rescue 200 more. I am proud every day to partner with Preborn. We need blessings on our heads. Our country needs blessings. This is something that will bring us blessings. I'm convinced of it. If you have the means, would you consider saving some of God's children, both the babies and the moms? A tax-deductible donation of $5,000 will sponsor Preborn's entire network for 24 hours, but 28 bucks buys an ultrasound. Preborn.com slash back or pound 250, keyword baby.
2: Sponsored by Preborn, and you can go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn for 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV.
0: Welcome to the Gledbeck program, joined today by uh, Stu Bergier, our executive producer, and uh, Ricky Feldman, who is uh, my executive producer for television, um, and uh, the real journalist among the three of us. Um, So we are waiting now in front of the... uh, the justice building, if you can call it that, uh, the courthouse here in Dallas, uh, one of our colleagues has been arrested today for January 6th. Um, could we just play the, the footage that we got from the Capitol, uh, last night, uh, there, I mean, look at this. He, Steve is in this footage in the Capitol from January 6th. He is up against the wall right there. He's either writing or he is checking the pictures on his camera to make sure he's gotten the shots that he wants. Not even
2: looking at what's going on. At that point, he's he's writing.
0: Yeah, he's not engaged in anything other than writing or something. Uh, And then soon he's going to move around the crowd and he's going to stand in a doorway doing exactly the same thing except taking pictures.
7: Does it look very disorderly? No, to
0: me. no, he's no. just texting or not a whole lot of parading.
7: Notes. His tripod is actually up against the wall.
0: <laughs> have you seen all of this footage?
7: No, we, we've we only got like you heard the congressman. Tell no, no, you.
0: no. I mean, have you seen all five minutes of this? Oh, footage? yeah. It's boring. As snot, it's very
7: as well. boring. It's <laughs> it's uh. I could see why the FBI didn't want to look at this.
2: I mean, this is not parading. He's not even engaged with the crowd. He's leaning against the wall as the crowd passes by. And it takes notes. We've seen him try to document the events that are going on. But, like, people in front of him are cheering, waving
0: their flags. He's just leaning against the wall. Writing. Writing. And taking photographs and videos. Mm Uh... (laughs) This is this is insane. But then again, this is this is not the only journalist. Uh, The other journalist that all other journalists seem to have turned their back on uh, is uh, Catherine Arridge. She was at CBS, right? She was just fired. She's been all over. She's worked at ABC, NBC, Fox, Mm -hmm. uh, and she was at CBS. They just fired her. And now she is facing jail time because she won't reveal the source of a witness. And uh, that witness that whistleblowed to her was whistleblowing on how there is an infiltration in our universities from China. And the government wants to know who her source was. And so they're putting her in jail. What a surprise it has something to do with china hmm? so that's two journalists in jail today ricky uh, i'm sorry a uh, jill um jill savage is down at the courthouse and she's we're waiting for steve to come out but what is the situation have you heard Jill?
1: Yeah, I did. I was just up in the room with Steve Baker as he was going through his arraignment. He was there with four uh, four defendants walked in. Steve, it was nice enough uh, that they were letting him wear his blue dress pants and dress shirts. So the orange jumpsuit that we were talking about earlier on the show, Glenn, did not happen, but oh. he was indeed shackled at his wrists and ankles. Steve looked over at us as he walked in to the to the courthouse and and definitely showed uh, those, those shackles there on his wrist wrists and ankles. And Steve, it is going to be known that he will be released sometime today. They were asked that. The government lawyer said that that was fine, that that was going to be part of of today's proceedings. Um, And then he will be set to appear in court in the District of Columbia on March 14th at 1230 Eastern Standard. So that will be the next thing that we should look for for Steve Baker. Do we
0: know the judge, Stu, in the... um in the charges, it was signed by a District of Columbia judge. We should look up the judge. Is that the hanging judge? In the, I mean, he's going into territory now where he, you know, good luck getting a fair trial.
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. And I think that was one of the things that the, the lawyers definitely knew what they were getting in for today. We were able to speak with them just briefly uh, before they went up into the courtroom. But that is now the unknown, is what happens when things do get to the District of Columbia on March 14th.
0: Uh, Tell Steve that I talked to Alan Dershowitz today and uh, Alan is uh, willing to get involved uh, pro bono to help him uh, for free speech cases. This isn't the only one, unfortunately, that is now popping up. Um, Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That's Jill Savage. Yeah, I'll definitely let him know. uh, Blaze TV reporter, and if he shows up, we'll uh, take him. I'm Jill's going to interview him immediately, Um, but we'll take that. And is that the same with um, uh, Steve Dace? Is he going to take that, or should we stay on? Or Steve
7: will uh, he'll be able to talk to Steve Baker if. Uh, We miss him in this last half hour.
0: So if you're Blaze TV subscribers, uh, Steve Dace takes over for me in about uh, 20 minutes. uh, And um, and he will he will continue our coverage on this. It is a really dark day for America. Um, He was Steve Baker is a guy who is an investigative journalist. He's an independent correspondent that we had used. We have since hired him. Uh, And I think that's when his real trouble began, um, because we had the money to be able to uh, fund him going in with a whole staff of people to go through these 40,000 hours of, of video on January 6th. And we showed that, I mean, these guys who have been convicted by testimony of absolute liars, provable liars. What he did a few weeks ago with um, two of the people that are testifying against a lot of these people uh, in January 6th, Steve went and he followed them on all of the video cameras in the Capitol and he could track them and where they said they were and what they said they saw and what they said they did and what the crowd did all lies, not even close, not like, oh, well, you can see how he not even close. They weren't even there. And that's what Steve's been working on. And he's working on another story um, that uh, I can't tell you. It's not my place. And I don't think he has it all buttoned up. But if it is true, if he can prove it, it's regime changing. Uh, regime changing. I am to look through- Hang on just a second. Ricky what okay.
7: I am starting to look through the complaint from the government. There are some quotes in here that you know if steve said this and if they're in context it looks damning um i'm not a lawyer so it would probably be good to have alan dershowitz look at it and just to ask steve himself if we can um i've emailed a few of those to you to me yeah i've emailed a few of those to you while they just came out while we were on air And and
0: where did those come from
7: this is from the actual government complaint that was just released today
2: will certainly go through this as we uh as we get it and uh all the information that that comes through is it's going to be a, a lot of legal wrangling and and looking at this through not only the li- and lens of public opinion but also obviously the legal lens which is going to be the more important thing for steve personally um but regardless you, you know you we we've seen how many times the behind no the scenes this. no way no way he said this the behind the scenes uh text messages of of fbi officials and cia officials and journalists uh on the other side they say all sorts of stuff uh you know this has been common and honestly usually dismissed by the, and, by the left yeah, and certainly right. the, the legal
0: institutions and uh, by the way all you have to do is smear somebody in a way you can't prove smear somebody in because Already, anybody who is arrested for January 6th is going to be discredited by half the country. Half the country will say, "Well, I got what I deserve." Um, we have the videotape. Uh, you know, if look, if he broke the law, I'm I'm I'll stand against him.
2: I've told him that to his face ten times. Yeah, <laughs> look, if I go in there and if I see you hitting hitting a cop over the head with a flagpole, I'm going to be
0: rooting for you to be in prison for many many years. Yeah. Well, Uh, there's just no evidence of this. No, none, none. Uh, And that's all they need. They just need people to uh, say, well, he's got what he deserved. All right. Back in just a second. Once upon a time, my pillow only made my pillows. But then that wasn't enough. They had to find more ways to revolutionize the way you sleep. So they started focusing on bedding, and out came the Giza dream sheets. You heard me talk about them before, and that's because I love them. They're made with soft, durable Giza cotton, which is the most comfortable cotton in the world. I've had these sheets for years, and they're just about the only thing I like to sleep on now. For a limited time, you can purchase a king size or a queen size. King size fifty nine ninety eight. No, I'm sorry. Queen size is fifty nine ninety eight, and a uh, king is just ten dollars more. If you use the promo code Beck, these are deeply discounted for great sheets. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, and check out these uh, sales on Giza Dream Sheets. Limited time now. Use the promo code Beck. Call 800-966-3117 for these great limited-time specials from MyPillow.com. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. So we're just reading uh why they arrested Steve Baker, our journalist. Um and as I read it uh he was saying things in a January 9th during the interview, <laughs> Baker said in January 9th, yeah, I was quite excited to see things going on. Do I approve of what happened today? I approve 110%. This is Three days later, Baker first estimated the number of individuals inside Nancy Pelosi's office at anywhere between 20 and 30 at the time when I got there. Um, On January 9th, following uh, image was posted, the pragmatic constitutionalist Facebook account accompanied by a comment therein, a writer self-identified as the guy in the middle wearing a backpack with a camera protruding from the top, walking into a tear gas. That is me. Uh, okay. We knew he was what inside was, already. So he posted a picture of him inside. We know. We have the videotape of him. Uh He said that he approved of this 100%, but he didn't engage in it. He approved of it. He approved, approved, of approved of what? Of That's what? not clear. Uh, January 9. Right, what is he saying he approved of? It's just like, well, I approve it? of what, what happened. It? I approve I 100%. I hope we get
7: Steve in time, because I'm sure he isn't.
0: I'm sure he can Uh, shed light on this.
2: this.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, He said the only thing, again, uh, on the topic of being in Nancy Pelosi's office, because he was there videotaping. The only thing I regret, this is three days later. The only thing I regret is I didn't steal the computers because God knows what I could have found on those computers if (laughs) I had done that. Yeah, that's like, something I would say. That sounds like a you know a hyperbole. Right? Yeah, that's I mean, just you know. Afterwards, a- I'd be like, I wish I had those computers. Right. You know, of that's course, you a- would say that if you're a journalist. But he didn't take them. Right. You didn't take them.
2: You know, it's certainly not. To, they wouldn't teach you to say that in an interview in journalism no, school. No. But per listen se, to what he but, said. But mm-hmm. listen
0: to what he said. But by the time I got into Pelosi's office, somebody had already stolen it. No. But by the time I got into Pelosi's office, unfortunately, there was some damage done. So he's saying, mm. I wish I would have had it just to be able to go. In the Yeah, yeah, that's hyperbole. That's it's not a podcast or something, right? Correct. And then he says, but when I got to his office, unfortunately, some damage had already been done in there. Which says. He's not supporting the damage done. And like the, the, the standard here to be charged with a
2: crime is not whether he's a wise ass on a podcast. That's not, that's not how... And cool you have a right to be a wise <laughs> ass on a <laughs> yes, podcast. Is, you do. Is that illegal now?
0: I don't think so. Because if it is, I'm out. in real trouble. We're going to find out. It's my whole career. As I was exiting Pelosi's office, the sign was being busted up into little pieces and people were collecting it as souvenirs. That's journalistic reporting. Approximately at twelve twenty-five, Baker expressed approval of the vandalization he claimed to have witnessed. Uh, Pelosi's office was eh. They got Pelosi's office, and you know it couldn't happen to a better deserving b-word. You know it's the, not, that's not, not great. That's nice. not great. As, but the, pr- as it's the purveyor, still, of- you're right to think Nancy Pelosi is a witch. I, I mean, I <laughs> as the purveyor of
2: Nancy Pelosi sucks pens. Uh, I will say uh, it's not a crime as far as
0: I know. And by the way, to not like somebody in politics. And by the way, let's put this into context. Two journalists just a few weeks ago were outside waiting for Donald Trump to get into the limousine. And they said, gee, I wish he had a convertible so they could Kennedy him. I don't know. Are they in jail?
7: Yeah, that's, so what's interesting to me is that these were words that were said not on actions. January 9th. Words um, are not actions. I don't think that uh, the congressman or the Speaker of the House would have tried to rush all of this footage of Steve Baker inside the Capitol if they thought that they were going to—
0: Steve's a libertarian. Libertarians hate all politicians. <laughs>
4: <laughs> okay?
0: He's, he not hmm. He's not a Trump guy. He's not a Trump guy. He disdains government equally and amen. If that is what they have him on. How much trouble are you in? What have you put on social media? What have you said in private? You know, first they came for Donald Trump and I said nothing because he's rich and, you know, he can handle it. Then they came for the attorneys of Donald Trump. And, well, I don't like some of them, and they're rich, and they're going to find a way out of it. Then they came for the press, and I said nothing. Then they came for people on social media, and I said nothing. Eventually, there will be no one to stand for you when they come. Stand up. Keep following us at the uh, Blaze. We'll have the interview with Steve as soon as he comes out of the courthouse. My guess is shortly after the top of the hour. What a surprise.
4: The Glenn Beck Program.